0: Game of Thrones is back with a new show called House of the Dragon that will hopefully make fans forget those last two seasons of Game of Thrones, and obviously they dropped the new official trailer to get people hype. Now I'm excited to check this out, I want to do a trailer a trailer reaction to this to see if it does look like it's going to be a return to form for Game of Thrones, and it better be, because can you imagine if this new show is just as bad as the last two seasons? I don't even know how that's possible, but even if, it, that, if that did happen... I feel like you're just going to lose the Game of Thrones fans forever. So, and I'm one of them. I enjoyed, you know, I liked the last season. or I didn't like it. It was fine. I, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't have the, the reaction that most people had, which is burn this entire franchise down. I didn't have that reaction. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was fine. There was some good moments. I didn't really care. Ultimately, I was one of those people that kind of binge watch a show As it was near the end, as opposed to people who spent like eight or nine years of their lives watching this show. I can understand how they were mad. So maybe that's what House of the Dragon is supposed to be as a show for HBO. Just as a way to show fans, hey fans, we care about what you think. We care about your opinion and we wanna make it up to you. It's almost like an abusive parent after they fucking beat you up. They give you a present or something. I think this is what HBO is doing with this. And I wanna see how well they do it with this new official trailer. So without further ado, I'll just react to the trailer now. Alright, pretty good. We'll see HBO. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's the throne. They're smart okay. to show that shit right away. It was clearer than a memory. Hmm. And I heard the sound of the thundering mm-hmm. arms. Okay. Entering shields and ringing swords. What are they talking and about? And my heir, not on the Iron Throne. Mm. And all the dragons roared as one. Right. Okay. Yeah, this looks like Game of Thrones so far. Urgent, that of your succession. Ah. And who else would have a claim? The firstborn child. Renera. No queen has ever sat the Iron Throne. Interesting. The king has an heir, Daemon Targaryen. I will not be made to choose between my brother and my daughter. Ah, that's pretty, you know, juicy drama. The succession will be challenged. Mm. Knives will come out. Got it. Okay, I see. You are the king. Your duty is to take a new wife. I have decided to name a new heir. I'm your heir. Who is he choosing? He's a foot. Oh, jeez. That's not good. Queen. A woman would not inherit the Iron Throne, because that is the order of things. When I'm queen, I will create a new order. Okay. More dragons. Keep showing them dragons. Your family has oh. dragons. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Man should never have Oh, uh, there with. we go. Dragon. A- oh, whoa. Damn big-ass dragon comes into power she can cut off any challenge to her succession the music is amazing am as expected time. she will block my way our hearts remain as one oh our hearts were never one mm. have you never imagined yourself on the iron throne wait that's it oh shit That's a cool-ass dragon, I'm not gonna lie. That red dragon, that's a fire dragon. Wow, okay. Interesting. Here's the thing about that trailer. It was a pretty good trailer, but the best thing this trailer could have done... It's just show people, hey guys, Game of Thrones is back. And it's just how we left it before it went to shit. Like that looks like the best of Game of Thrones to me. I didn't see anything truly bad in this. It just made sense. The one thing that I was impressed with actually was the amount of drama that they put in there. Like, damn, there's a lot of like juicy storylines that you add there. So you have the king, the Targaryen king. And then, you know, uh, he has to choose a successor. And people are saying he should choose the girl, his daughter, because that's like, you know, firstborn or whatever, like whoever comes next. But then they're like, well, your brother feels like he's next in line. And so then he's like, oh, I don't want to choose between my brother and my daughter, which is already incredibly dramatic. Like, oh, rip in the first like 30 seconds of this trailer, there's so much drama already. And then you add the surrounding characters, right? Or like the brother, played by that actor. I can't forget. I can't remember his fucking name. What's his name? He's from... um Ah, fuck. He's from uh uh, uh Doctor Who. Let me look it up. I want to go to trusty IMDB because I got to find his name. I got to say it. Because he's a very popular actor. He's a very well-known actor. What is his name? Show- Matt Smith. Fuck, I should have known that. Matt Smith's character, obviously, is like... I will go to war if you don't make me the king, dog. I'm next in line. You can't give it to the lady. You can't give it to the woman, right? Obviously, because they're probably they were probably sexist back then. Um, and then you have—I feel like I'm just recapping, but I just gotta—I just gotta highlight how many fucking possibilities of drama there is here, right? And then Matt Smith, you know, with uh, Olivia Cook, I believe her name is. She's a great actress. I loved her in *A Thoroughbreds*. I forget the director's name, but it was his first movie and she was great in that. I've always liked her and I feel like I haven't seen her in much. I, I, I Loki had a crush on her when I saw her in the movie Thorough, Thoroughbreds. Then I realized she was like 30. I was like, God oh, dang, too old for me. But then you see Olivia Cook's character being like, hey, you're going to need a queen or you're going to need like a wife when you become king. So that's already like the romantic aspect of it, right? And then... You know, the 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 daughter is just like, I deserve to be the queen. Everybody's like, You can't be queen. I'm like, Yes, I can. And so that's so many different pa- and then the thing that threw me off that I was just like, damn, there's really so much drama in this is when I guess the current queen goes up to Olivia Cook's character, like, You wanna be a queen, right? Like, trying to get her to backstab Matt Smith. There's so much drama in this trailer, and I think the best thing this trailer could have done back to my original point is show that this is just Game of Thrones. Like, it looks exactly like Game of Thrones. It doesn't look like anything new or crazy or different. It just looks like the show that we'd been getting for six, seven years in a row where it was pretty good. So I think it's just more that they... It might just be the way they cut this trailer. They made it seem very, very, very Game of Thrones-y. Um, i I'm excited to see about that red dragon. He looked cool. I'm sure that he's going to be like an important character. Uh, and I just got to say, I mean, Game of Thrones is still one of the biggest franchises in the world, surprisingly. I mean, look, the numbers that Game of Thrones had, like I remember the last season, it was like 100 million people watching the show. That's like, I think that was more than the than the Super Bowl. Like the amount of people watching Game of Thrones at its peak, like by the end, by the last season was insane. I can't believe, I don't even understand how this show got as popular as it was. Like, I I don't really understand how it got to that point, but it is. And it looks like this show is still just as popular as ever because just this trailer released like two days ago and it has damn near 10 million views, the trailer. So people are itching to watch game of Thrones. I think it, I, th- I do believe that it's going to be just as good as w- game of Thrones was when it was good. Um, and I think that's just great for tv that's great for hbo and you know obviously i I don't know if you guys have noticed this this is a little bit something interesting that happened that lord of the rings has set their show for the longest to be at a certain time like august like at the end of august i think that the amazon prime video tv series on lord of the rings they've always said we're gonna release this time that that release date had been set for months and then recently, all of a sudden, here comes HBO putting their fucking dick on the table and being like, well, is, is it dick? I think it's nuts. I just kind of remixed that saying. It's dick and balls. Like, HBO's dick and balls. I mean, like, fuck it. We're going to come out like a week before your shit comes out. And we're going to drown you out. Which is just kind of fiery to me. And now it's going to be cool like week to week. Because people, you know, people are going to do this. People are just going to be like, which show is better? Is it? You know, House of the Dragon or is it Lord of the Rings? It's gonna be fun to see the fandoms kind of attack each other, especially because I'm not invested. I'm I'm invested in Game of Thrones, but I didn't. I'm not like that invested. I I did really like it, and you know, it's one of those shows that obviously iconic. So much shit happening. The story is always great. So much fucking power play and so many politics being played. It was fun. It looks it's gonna be the same for this trailer. I'm just excited to see the discourse on this and to see if this trailer lifts up to the hype that it's proposing with, you know, them being like, Hey guys, this show is going to be just as good as we, as, as you remembered it to be. That's going to be fun. You know, it's good to have HP. you know, this is going to be the first time that we have uh game of Thrones content after the pandemic wasn't last season. I think last season came out in 2019, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to look that up real quickly before I move on to the next topic. I'm pretty sure Game of Thrones last season came out in 2020, in 2019. It probably wasn't, actually, now that I think about it. Because uh, was, was Trump the president when Game of Thrones aired this last season? I wouldn't be surprised if he was because it would explain all the fucking drama that went on with this damn show. Yeah, it's 2019, May 2019. Yeah, that's crazy. May 2019. Like, like a couple of months or like almost a year before the world went to shit. That's crazy, man. That's really nuts. If you think about how big Game of Thrones was, it's cool to see it come back into relevancy once again. We'll see if, you know, how many times I got to see. we'll see if it's just as good. All right. That's enough. I'm done talking about that trailer. Fun trailer. It wasn't even as a trailer itself. You know, it wasn't like mind blowing, but the it given the vibe that it's going to be, I feel like whenever you see advertising or trailers, like you never want to feel like, oh, it's just the same old. But in case in the case of Game of Thrones, it actually benefits them to be like, yeah, it's just the same old Game of Thrones that you always remembered it. And I think that's gonna work wonders for it. I think this trailer is great for that specific reason. As a trailer itself, it's eh, but you know, in general, I think it works great. All right. And now I'm moving on to my nope movie review i saw it last night at 4 p.m i mean these early screenings just keep getting earlier and earlier like i remember you know thursday previews would always start like at the at the earliest like at 7 8 and now fucking nope it's showing at 4 p.m and i had to see it with my friend Dion at uh at 4 p.m because you know um I, I i just had to because you know the 7 p.m was was sold out so I couldn't see it at that time. And I wanted to see it with them. I didn't want to go alone. Because this felt like one of those movies you don't really want to watch alone. You want to go with somebody to discuss it. And I think that remains very true now that I've seen it. But I'll get to that in a second. Just want to give some information about this movie from IMDb. Movies, nope. It is rated R. Uh, it is 2 hours and 10 minutes. Which I thought is a very tightly packed 2 hours and 10 minutes. A lot happens at that time. Or maybe... I just am not able to keep track of time because I know exactly how long this movie was, but it always felt like, oh, damn, we still have more. Like I thought for sure there was a moment in the movie where I'm like, okay, yeah, this got to be like the end. I think it's been two hours. And there was still like 45 minutes left. I was like, oh, fuck, I guess maybe I'm just loving this movie too much or it's just a lot happening. It's very dense. I don't know what it is, but that's how long the movie is. It is categorized categorizes horror, mystery, and sci-fi. think it's a pretty good descriptor. A lot of people... I've been seeing people saying this is not a horror movie. And that's crazy to me. Like, there's some truly horrific images in this movie. Like, multiple that off off that alone makes you be like, yeah, horror. Like, it may not necessarily be, like, the scariest thing. There are a couple of jump scares in this movie. Um, They're like like two or three that really got me. But even if that's not enough, that still doesn't mean it's not a horror movie. It definitely is. I would say... No, I was going to say maybe you could add comedy as a genre, but it's not really like a comedy. I've seen people say that too. It's really not a comedy. There's a lot of funny moments in it, and that's what Jordan Peele does best. But whatever. Horror, mystery, sci-fi, I think is great. i adventure too. It's a little bit of an adventure movie. Um, here's a description in IMDb. The residents of a lonely gulch in inland California bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. I think this is vague enough. And this trail, this review is going to be non spoiler So I'm not even going to spoil anything in the movie. So I'm not even going to elaborate any further on that. Vague ass (laughs) synopsis is written and directed by Jordan Peele. And it stars mainly Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, uh, Brandon Perea, Michael Wincott, uh, Stephen Young, Keith David, and Barbie Ferreira, 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 Ferreira. I know how to say it in a Spanish accent. It's just when you try to use the English accent, fucks you up. Daniel Galuya is O.J. Haywood. Kiki Palmer is Emerald Haywood. And uh, Keith David Otis Haywood Sr. So they're, they're the Haywoods. Um, Andrew Torres, played by Brandon Perea. Endler's and, host, played by Michael Wincott, who's a cinematographer. Uh, Steven Yoon, who plays a child, uh, a former child actor, Ricky Jupe Park. Um, and Barbie Ferreira, Ferreira is played by Nessie who's in it for like 30 seconds, which I'm surprised they got an actress that big because she's pretty big because of euphoria and she does nothing in this movie. All she does is like chew gum, but whatever. That's that. I don't think I got anything else to say about this movie. I think that's all. Um, I guess I would say the cinematographer is, where is it? I got to find crew where's the crew uh, button IMDB IMDB please help me all cast and crew yeah i got to find the cinematographer is hoyt van hoytema who did um he's more known for doing uh Christopher Nolan's past two movies and speaking of Christopher Nolan really quickly before i get into the actual review um he there was a trailer for Oppenheimer at the beginning of this and it if there's one thing that Nolan knows how to do is build anticipation. I mean, this is the most fucking hype teaser trailer for a movie that comes out a year from now I've ever fucking seen. It's fucking crazy. Like, why did he hype it up so much? It's literally just loud ass sound, a timer, like a live timer for when the movie is gonna come out, and then in and like you know images of like fire and black and white Killian Murphy. It's insane. And then the tagline, everything changes. July 21st, 2023. That's crazy. (laughs) That's such a hype trailer for a story. I mean, I guess if you're Christopher Nolan, you got to hype it up that way because, you know, it's probably not the most action packed or entertaining premise for a general audience about how the nuclear bomb was made. But there's one person who knows how to, you know, make that shit exciting is probably Nolan. But all right. Now let's get into this movie. What did I think of this movie? I loved it. And I keep loving it even more as I think about it. I feel like this movie has a lot to say in a very understated way that it's not immediate. Like, as soon as the movie ends, you're like, huh. And your mind is like, if you decide to use your brain, right? If you decide to think about this movie for more than two seconds, you start making connections and being like, oh shit, this is this. Oh shit, that's that. And then... Because of that, this movie you can't immediately say whether you loved it or not. Like I was having a hard time for the first time in I don't know how long for this movie. Like after I watch a movie, I rate it on Letterbox and I track it, um, and I pretty know I pretty much know what review or what rating I'm gonna give it. With this one, I had to take a beat because I was just like, "Fuck, I can't decide. It's just like eight out of ten or a nine out of ten. I can't tell." Because it was like something that was still kind of, you know, ruminating in my head that didn't allow me to make a real judgment of the movie. And I think that's the best compliment I could give it. And as soon as I realized, oh, shit, there's so much more to think about with this movie. That's when I re- that's when I was just like, OK, yeah, this is definitely got to be like a nine for me and nine out of ten because of that, because. There's so much shit that you can just keep thinking about it. And it's a movie you're probably not going to forget very easily, I don't think, if you try to think about it. If you just forget about it right away, it's still an enjoyable movie. It's still like an action-packed, crazy, cinematic experience with some shots that'll be seared into your brain and some images you're like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Um, And for that alone, I think it's going to be fun. It's not like a crowd-pleaser necessarily. Um, It doesn't have the crowd-pleasing moments that a movie like get out or no or us had, which I think is the biggest difference with this movie and his other two movies. But even if you take it at face value, I think it's enjoyable. I think it's an enjoyable summer blockbuster. Um, and before, but, but, but before I get into the reasons why I love this so much, besides those reasons that I just mentioned, I think the thing that I have to start with is mentioning which criticism of this movie that I've read, are valid and which are not, you know, I wish I had like a fucking, a New York hat to put on, you know what I mean? Or some Tim's I could wear right now. Cause I gotta determine which criticisms are valid and which are not valid criticism, the character work it's there, but I wouldn't blame anybody. Like it didn't bother me how much we got, but I wouldn't blame if anybody felt like, I feel like we, I hope, I wish we got to learn the characters more. Like I could never, I couldn't fault somebody for saying that, you know, like, ah, I wish, you know, we didn't get much. There's certain characters in this movie that like really don't get shit, which is really funny. The main characters get something. And you know, I definitely see that as valid criticism because there were moments in this movie where like, I saw a reviewer, I can't remember who, who said, or a critic who said that a lot of the emotion comes to the performances more so than it's earned. There's a lot of moments where I'm like, I almost started, I didn't tear up, but I got a little bit emotional. And I'm like, okay, I mean, I feel it because they're great performers and the music is great and the cinematography is great. But was it really earned? Not really, right? Um, That's one valid criticism. I can't remember. I think there were more, but I can remember. But the one that I've seen, that truly makes no sense to me. Is in and the reason it doesn't make sense is because of what I'm gonna explain about this movie. There's been a lot of criticism of this movie saying that this movie's uh uh like uh, messy. Like there's a lot of things that don't quite gel together. Like things that don't contribute to the overall narrative. And whoever said that just truly wasn't paying attention to the movie. I don't think because I feel like this movie. If you, This is one of those movies you really got to pay attention to. So there's a whole subplot in this movie. This side story that's happening. I'm not even going to say what it is. But they, but it is something that if you don't pay attention or even try to think about what it could mean, you would just be like, what the fuck is that? That has nothing to do with the movie. And you would be wrong. There's been a lot of people that are like, it only connects thematically. And I'm like, bruh, you're just wearing paying attention. There's All I got to say is this. And this is not a spoiler. It's just a key part of the movie that I feel like a lot of people are missing. If you go see this movie, just pay attention to the shoe. That's all I'm going to say. Pay attention to the shoe. And that should be able to help you understand what the fuck is happening in this movie. Or at least how these two almost incongruent storylines are meant to be actually quite interlinked. Um... So that criticism I don't get. People saying this movie's messy. It's just you're not paying attention to how it all connects. It all does connect. Like I'm seeing people say this movie's divisive. How could this movie the most you could say this movie is like, oh it's fine. Like if you mean that's divisive, like it could be like, I loved it too, it's okay. Okay. But that's not divisive. I think when I think of divisive, I think of fucking mother. I think of men. Like I think of these movies that like people either love or hate. I don't see how you could ever even hate this movie. And it's funny because I remember watching the reviews of uh, Metacritic when they were coming out, when the embargo lifted, and I didn't see any negative reviews. It was all like mixed to positive. And I think that's accurate with this movie. Like, I don't think you can really say this movie's bad or hate this movie. In many ways, this movie is kind of inoffensive because a lot of its themes and ideas that it's trying to, you know, bring forward are very under the surface so if you're not looking for it you're not gonna get like a message so in that way I feel like a lot of people probably that are not gonna think about this movie are gonna walk out and be like okay that was fun you know a lot of fun moments anyways and you couldn't be mad at that I wouldn't be mad at that but even those people couldn't say this movie's bad or that they hated it I don't I don't think there's anything truly that divisive or wild that somebody would hate it you know so those are things that i didn't get some criticisms that didn't make any sense to me um and i guess without talking about the plot specifically i think the thing that i love about this movie the most that i can talk about for a couple of minutes here before i finish this review are the themes there's like themes of um like, there's, there's there's themes to spectacle, obviously, and the movie starts with a passage from the Bible talking about spectacles, so there you go. That lets you know that's probably its main theme. But then there's themes about misogyny. There's themes about animal abuse. There's themes about human nature. There's themes about nature versus technology. There's themes about how we use technology. Like, there really is a lot... And it's impressive how much there was simply under the surface, you know, like he fit so much shit, you know, when like, uh, uh, like somebody's coming over to your place and your shit is all dirty. And so you have to fucking throw up a whole bunch of shit. Like I've seen cartoons of like Tom and Jerry or something where like, there's a whole bunch of shit, like a big mess. And there is a, like a carpet and you just sweep all the, sweep it under the rug. That's the, that's the fucking you from, euphem- that's the fucking phrase. That I've been trying to get at for like 30 seconds. Thank God I remembered it. You know. You know. Sweeping. You sweep it under the rug. And then you know. You can see like all the mess under the rug. Like that's a lot. There's a lot of movies like that. Where the mess kind of overrides the cleanliness Or the smoothness of the carpet. But I think with this movie. It's almost. It's only like little bumps. That you could see. That you might not even make a big deal out of. In terms of the themes that it packs. Under the rug. And I think that's the best thing about this movie. Um, I don't think I have anything, really anything else to say about this movie without spoiling it. Um, other than please, if you watch this, if you're watching this movie, you can enjoy it. You can just enjoy it as it is. But if you want to get something more out of it, just start thinking about all the fucking symbolism. And I hate the word symbolism, because when you say symbolism, like automatically people think you're talking about conspiracy theories. (laughs) And I don't like that. Just think about like, there's a lot of little things that are placed in this movie throughout, you know, that when you're thinking back on it, you're like, what the fuck was that? And then you're like, oh, shit, it means the like, there's a lot of like, oh, shit moments that you get after you watch it and after you live with it for a bit and i feel like i just literally thought of something now with a praying mantis that i'm like oh fuck that means this like again there's still moments i've seen it now for what 24 it's been 24 like 20 hours since i've seen this movie and there's still shit like that popping up into my head it's like what was that oh okay that's that like it it all connects you know in a way that it's not obvious but it's there and because it's so subtle i loved it so yeah, that's my review of Nope. And if I were to give it a review, I would say, damn, I almost said yup. But that's one of the corniest ways you can fucking. I don't want to do any play on words with nope as a title. I'm done. I don't I don't want to do it. Everybody's done it. It's played out. I would just say, well, do what rating do I give nope? Yeah.